Hey, Donna, why is that car only $157? That's a good question. This is Leonard Neiman, and you are listening to the Understand Life Podcast. Where we are helping you turn life into lessons. I'm your host, Leonard Neiman, and with me today I have... Alyssa Neiman. And... Malachi Neiman. And today we are talking about cars. Not the movie. Yeah, not the movie. The question was, how can this car be only $157? Because that's what it says in the advertisement, isn't it? Yeah. It says, look, $157 for, uh, this happens to be for a 2019 Trax, which is like a crossover Chevy product. And the answer is, it's not. <laughs> I know that's what they're advertising it for, isn't it? $157. But if I go in there and I just hand them $157, do you think they're going to give me a car? Oh, yeah. It says in the advertisement that you would get a car. Yeah. It's a lease. Yeah, exactly. It's a lease. Do you know what a lease is? It's where you, like, borrow the car and yeah. then you pay for it a year. Right. It's a rental. You know, some people rent their house or their home also. Like a hotel? Not really like a hotel. Some people, like, we own our own home. Yeah. We have a mortgage on it. Yeah. Where we are paying down a loan on the home. Yeah. Other people will rent where they live, either a house or it could be an apartment and so they pay a monthly fee every month to live there, and then that's it. Whenever they want to leave, they stop paying the fee, end of story. So the same thing can go for cars. So this particular car that you're seeing an advertisement for, it says that it is $1,000 down, $157 a month for 24 months. How long is 24 months? Two, Two years. years. Wait, that's- it's only $157 for 24 months? Yep. So That's how, pretty cheap. Yeah, how much is that total? It's $157 for two years. Times how many months? 24. Yeah, so 157 times 24. We can use a calculator. It's okay. It comes out to how much? Um, $3,768. A little under 4000 And then this was with $1,000 down. Okay, so that means total to have the car for two years would cost how much? $4,768. Yep, for this particular car. You can see on here, if you look in the smaller print, right, how much was the car to just purchase, outright purchase? $19,431. Yep, that's right. Or I'm going to just round to $20,000. Okay? No. Twenty? No, it's not okay? Well, we're going to pretend it's okay. But then the customer will have to pay more. Will they? What do you think is going to be cheaper? Just to buy it or to lease it? Lease it. You think leasing will be cheaper? Yeah. No, you don't think so? No. Okay, well, let's figure it out. The question is, how long are they going to be getting value out of the car? You can just go and pay cash for this car. It's $20,000. You come in with a $20,000 check. You pay for it. You're done. If they did that, well, how much would they have to pay for the car total? $19,431. Yeah, that's right. Okay, And then they get the car and they get to use it for how long? 
Uh, I don't know. Ten years. Uh, ten years. Well, till it's till it's worn out. Till it's, till it's worn out, right? So that's the big question. How long till it gets dead? Don't worn out. Uh, um, sometimes it's ten years. Sometimes it's five years. Sometimes, sometimes it's thirty years. Okay. So what happens is most people that go in and buy a new car will get rid of that car once the maintenance costs start to go up. That makes sense? Yeah. There's three standard demographics, okay, but I'm going to lump two of them together. The first demographic is the kind of people that would get a new car. So whether they buy it outright or they buy it and make payments on it, which we'll get to in a minute, or they lease it, they're getting a new car. Then there's the next group of people is people that buy a used car, but it's not that old. And we'll get to why in just a minute. And then the third demographic is people that buy older cars and then deal with all the maintenance on them. So I was in the second group, right? Oh. I just bought a car. Yep. I was in the second group yep. where I bought one that was not brand new, but it wasn't that old. Didn't have that many miles on it. And then I will probably get rid of it when it starts to have issues with maintenance. So the average amount of maintenance on a vehicle is... According to yourmechanic.com, is roughly like $1,500 for the first 75,000 miles. So grouping the full 75,000 miles together, it's about $1,500 a year. We're going to say that that's the same whether you get a lease or you get a new car. Um, and then we're going to compare that to after 75,000 miles. So after 75,000 miles on average, then it's more like $2,500 a year which isn't that much more, right? It's only an extra thousand dollars a year. But what happens is it feels like more because you're having more actual maintenance issues. So the first $1,500 that you're having on average, some of that will be things that are under warranty still, yes. which means you don't have to pay for. Um, no, gas is not included in maintenance, but like oil changes and things that you just sort of expect to have to pay for. That extra thousand dollars is usually comes in big ticket items. Oh, this thing broke. I have to take it into the shop and I have to pay three, four, five hundred dollars at one time to fix this. And then nine months later, I have to pay another five, six hundred dollars to fix something else. And so it just feels really bad to have to keep doing that. But that third demographic I talked about, they go, well, but I can buy a car really cheap. And then, yeah, I have to put money into maintaining it to keep it running. But I didn't put a lot of money in the car in the first place. But if you have to put a lot of money into fixing it, then it could add up to just buying a brand new car. It could, depending on what car you buy. Yeah. So that's exactly what we're going to talk about today. Which of those options are the best option and how much are they all going to cost on average? Does that sound like an interesting topic? I guess. If I go in and buy, we were just talking about this particular car was about $20,000. Mm -hmm. How long before it gets to 75,000 miles? What do you think? Um, I, I looked up and the average miles driven in America is about 15,000 miles a year for people that are between 20 and 55. So people that are under 20 drive fewer miles. People that are over 55 drive fewer miles. But in the main, like, when they're going to work age. And taking their kids to school. You know, ages 20 to 55, the average number of miles driven is about 15K. Some people will be more. Some people will be less. Mama drives less, 
right? I probably drive more. Together, we average that out. Mama said she's in the car about two hours a day. Yeah, well, she's in the car quite a bit because she goes and drives you guys to school and then goes and picks you up and then takes you to your extracurricular activities. And goes uh, to stores. Yeah, and goes to stores, grocery shopping. So let's go with 15,000 miles a year. How many years till you get to 75,000 miles? Five years. That means that that $20,000 is really only a value for five years, right? Ish. Now, that's not completely true because at the end of the five years, will they be able to sell that car for something? Yeah. Yeah, something. But a car with 75,000 miles on it is probably going to be, we can look up something on the Kelly Blue Book, but I'm just going to estimate maybe $5,000, maybe, that you'll get value on, right? Let's just go with that. So you paid $20,000 and then you sell it for $5,000. How much did it cost you? Buy something for 20, you sell it for five. How much did it cost you? $15,000. Yeah. And if you divide that by five years, what does that come out to? Wait, you divide 3,000. 3,000 what? Dollars. Per year. Yeah. So if you bought the car, the value you'd get would be about $3,000 per year. Now, this lease that they're advertising is probably not for 15,000 miles. Okay, the average lease advertised rate is about 10,000 miles. Uh-oh. But interestingly, they, it's not going to be that to get an extra 50% of miles, it costs 50% more. It won't be that. I don't know the exact amount, right, without calling and finding out. But let's say it would be about 25, maybe 30% more. Even that is probably a good, probably not, not completely true, but let's go with that. So 30% more would be about $200 per month for the lease. So if we did $1,000 down plus $200 a month for two years, how much is that? $48,000? No. $4,800. Yes. Plus $1,000 down would be? $5,800. Yep. And now that was for two years. So divide that by two and you get how much per year? $2,900. $2,900. Yeah. So is that more or less than the 3000 that we calculated out before? More. Less. Is this more or, or less? Less. Less. Yeah. But not by much, right? Yeah. No. It's by about, about the same. 100, 200. Yeah. But the difference is with this one, when it's a lease, it's always on warranty. Okay. We haven't had our podcast about warranties yet, but that will just go with that's a good thing, right? If it's on warranty, there's less risk for you. There's going to be a little bit lower cost for maintenance when it's on warranty than when it's not. Whereas if you buy it, then the first X number of thousand miles will be on warranty. Then the next ones after that won't. So there's probably going to be a little bit of extra cost there. And third thing with this, with, if you go out and buy it, then you have to have the same car for about five years. And if you lease, then what are you doing after two years? You're getting a, a, new car. a new car again, right? So would you rather have a new car or the same old car? New, new car. car. So For which one's price? probably a better deal? The new car. The lease, yeah, compared to buying in this particular situation. And that's why people lease cars. Now let's do some different math on comparing all three of those categories that we talked about. The first category was you get a new car, either by buying it or leasing it. 
And we talked about between those two, a lot of times the money comes out better to be leasing it. Not always. It depends on mileage. It depends on lots of things. Depends on the exact vehicle you're going to get. And it usually ends up being that it comes out pretty close. Were those two numbers pretty close? Yeah. Yeah, they were pretty close. So you're really essentially just not paying extra for the lease. So most people figure out they'd rather lease a car than buy a car if they don't have to pay anything extra for it. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. But now let's talk about the other two categories. So the next category, which is what I just did, is someone that buys a car that's used, but not a ton of miles on it. I bought my car for, it was about half of the price. We'll just go with that. It was about half the price of a new car that would have been comparably equipped. Not exactly, but it was pretty close to half the price. And it had 30,000 miles on it. So because we already started with these numbers, we'll just continue with these same numbers. So if it was a $20,000 car to start out with, how much would half of it be? 10000 There you go, 10000 and then how much did we say I, that this car would probably be worth after it had 75,000 miles on it? We estimated at 5,000. That might be a little high, actually. Probably 3,000 might be a little closer for a $20,000 car. So, so let's, let's go with 3,000 for this calculation, just because I want to be a little more conservative. Okay. So if I pay 10,000 and I have to, and I sell it for 3,000, how much does it cost me? Seven. Ten thousand. No, just seven thousand. I bought it for ten. Oh, sell it oh, for yeah. three. Yeah. How much does it cost? Seven thousand. Seven thousand dollars. Yeah. And if I bought it with thirty thousand miles on it, how long do I have until it hits seventy-five thousand miles? Well, then we'll use the the fifteen thousand mile average. A lot. Okay, so let's start with subtraction. What's seventy-five thousand minus thirty thousand? Forty-five thousand. Yep, forty-five thousand miles. Oh yeah, I mean. How many years? If you put 15,000 miles a year on it, how many years till you get to 75,000 miles? Wait, so how many is it? You said 45,000 miles to go, 15,000 a year means how many years? Three years. That's right. So if we take that $7,000 and divide it by the three years, then how much does that come out to per year? $2,333. Yeah, yep. what she said. Like $2,300. And there shouldn't be a lot more in maintenance costs, but there might be a little bit more because my car is not under warranty anymore. We could have a whole nother podcast about warranty. Maybe we'll do that. Maybe next week. We'll see. Okay. Or maybe some other time. On average, it comes out to being about $2,300. Is that cheaper than the $3,000 for the new car? Yeah. Yeah. By? By $700. Now, there might be some extra costs for maintenance, maybe, but hopefully if things are going the way they're supposed to go, it won't be $700 a year worth of maintenance. So that means, is this way a little bit cheaper? Yeah. Yep, a little bit cheaper. And that's the reason why Dada went this route. Okay. Now, let's look at the last one. The last one is the person that buys the car for the three to $5,000 price tag in the first place. Okay, well, for this one, we're going to round up again to be conservative. So they pay for this car once it hits 75,000 miles, and then they're going to take it till it dies. Now, the average car dies at around 150,000. Okay, so that's still 75,000 miles, which is how many years? Five years. Five years, that's right. Now, during that time, they are paying more in maintenance, an extra $1,000 
on average, sometimes it'd be more, but an extra $1,000 per year in maintenance, but they're only paying $5,000 for the car and they're going to have it. $10,000. Yeah. So the total is $10,000, right? Mm-hmm. And they're going to have that for about five years, right? Yeah. So that means how much does that cost come out to be? $2,000. $2,000 per year. Is that cheaper than what Dada did? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, by a little bit, right? A few hundred dollars, right? Yeah. But sometimes there's extra problems with it. Yeah, but there's higher risk because yeah. that's the average amount, but there's a lot more variability. The older the car gets, the more variable that the car is going to have. You know, one year, all of a sudden, it's going to be a huge expense. The next time, it's not, right? And there's a bunch of hassle. Because on average, a car, once it gets over 75,000 miles, breaks down once a year and it has to go into the shop. And then you have, at the very least, the inconvenience of having it in the shop. If not, you have to pay extra for a loaner car. You know, sometimes you can get a free loaner car depending where you take it or whatever. But get a free loaner car? Yeah, some places when you get your car fixed, they might give you a free loaner car. But most places don't. And those are usually the more expensive places, which if you're in the demographic of people that are buying really old cars and paying for the maintenance, you're probably trying to get it fixed as cheaply as possible. So there's a lot of extra inconvenience. So that's the reason why Dada took the middle route. It's cheaper than the new car. It's technically a little more expensive than the old car on average, but it's a whole lot less hassle. Isn't the second route more expensive than the last route by about $300? Yeah, 300 ish maybe a little bit more. It's um, not that bad. Right, so $300 for the year in order to make sure that it's not going to be much of a hassle, right, which comes out to maybe $30 a month. And so the answer is, for me, personally, my choice is I'm willing to pay that. I'm willing to pay the $30 a month in order to not have the hassle of the old car you know, and get the newer car. It's not brand new, but it's relatively new. Just a question, but how much more is the new car than the last one? Remember, what we calculated out, again, this was average, and this was based on this particular vehicle, right, which is a relatively cheap vehicle. It's like the cheapest crossover that Chevy nice. makes, and Chevy is a, an economical brand. Okay? So this is a relatively inexpensive car, but... What we calculated out for this particular car was that it was about $3,000 to buy a new car. Yeah. It was about $2,300, $2,400 for that middle ground. Mm-hmm. And then it was about $2,000 for the older car. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, what happens when you're dealing with a more expensive car? Let's do all the calculations again, but on a car that costs forty grand instead of twenty grand to start. I want you to see what happens with the numbers. So let's go with this one here is 38500 Okay. It's only $300 though. $300 per month for the lease. Oh. Right? And that's probably for lower mileage. So what we did before was we added 30%, which means it's going to be about $400 a month for the lease. Okay. Mm-hmm. So let's do, let's do all four types of calculation. Purchase, lease, Buy used, but not that old, and then buy old. Okay, those are the four types. Okay. Okay. The purchase and hold for five years was the first type. So if it's $40,000 and you're going to sell it at the end of five years, how much are you going to be able to sell it for? It's still going to be probably in the five or 
$6,000 range. So most of the value will have been degraded. Yeah, let's be conservative and we'll say $5,000. It was 40, you subtract the 5,000 and so then that's 35,000. Then divide that by the number of years. How many years was it? Five. So that comes out to how many thousand dollars? $7,000. Per year, yep, for that vehicle if you just bought it. Now let's do the lease. If it's $400 a month times 24 months, right? Yeah. That comes out to how much? Nope. $9,600. Then you got to add the $1,000 for the down payment. So that comes out to what? $10,600. Okay. And you divide that by the two years and it's how much? $5,300. So is that actually quite a bit cheaper than purchasing it then? Yeah. Yeah. So before with the cheaper car, the lease and the purchase were in the same ballpark. And so people might choose leasing, but they might not. But with the more expensive car, the money comes out to where it's usually better to lease if you're okay from like a mileage standpoint, right? Again, because you have to pay extra if you go over miles and there's other things to think about, but, but that's that one. So let's go with that. So for a lease, it's about $5,300. Yeah, ish, maybe a little more. We'll, we'll round up 5,500. Now to buy the car after 30,000 miles, like Donna did, would be about half the price. This is roughly what I did, right? And so it would be, instead of 40000 it would be $20,000, right? Mm -hmm. And then we said for this car, I'd be able to sell it for 5000 at the end of um, at the time, right? So yep. that would mean how much total? $15,000. Yep. And then divide that by how many years? Um, no, it's not five. Three. three. It's only three years. And so that comes out to... $5,000. Yeah. So is that cheaper than the lease? Yeah. Yes. But is it a lot cheaper than the lease? No. Not that much. No, it's not. So actually, you have to do your own calculations personally and figure out if that's really worth it. Yeah. Because everybody's different. Everybody's different. So I chose to take this path, but we did, Mom and I did talk about having me do a lease instead. The reason we didn't is because I'm planning on putting in quite a few miles and we were concerned about the, the overage charge and not having to worry about that stuff. So. Okay, and then let's talk about the last category. Somebody that buys the car is probably, we're going to say for purchase price, it's going to be a little more than 5000 Let's be conservative and say that it's 7000 So somebody buys it for $7,000 and then they sell it for zero because it's dead. Okay. But they have to put in an extra $1,000 per year for five years. Uh-huh. That comes out to only how many thousand total? $12,000. And if you divide that by five years, it comes out to what? $24,000. $2,400. Which is a lot cheaper, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So if you're going to get a nice car and you're willing to deal with the maintenance, it actually would be quite a bit cheaper to get an older car and then deal with all the maintenance problems. Yeah. It is cheaper. Yeah. And now that I'm looking at this, maybe I should have done that, but I didn't. And the reason is because I didn't want all the maintenance issues. The other problem is it's an older car, which means you don't have as much of the technology. Yes. There's other issues, right? So the, the lesson is, as you get more expensive in the car, the price differential, so especially compare buying to buying used, 
to buying old, you know, so forget about the lease for a second, but those three categories, the difference in money really stretched, didn't it? Yeah. Right? When you're talking about a cheaper car, they're they're a lot closer together. Yeah. When you're talking about an expensive car. Then, then they go. Exactly. They're much farther apart. So there's a much bigger savings. So keep that in mind for how expensive a car is that you're buying. You know, if it's a really nice car. But it's expensive. Changing, going down one of the categories is a much bigger break. But as we calculated out, the lease might be quite a bit cheaper and might get to where it's not that much more expensive for a lease of a new car than it is for buying a used car. And Donda thought about doing a lease, didn't I? I went in and talked to a guy. Oh, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. And Mom and I talked about it. We, we thought about it, but then decided against it. I ended up getting a buying a used car. You were like, hmm. Do you think you understand how car buying works a little bit more now? Yeah. How pricing works? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. One other thing that we didn't talk about is that most people that go in and just buy a car don't pay cash. So like this car is, I'm saying they don't just pay for it. What they do is they get a loan. This 40,000 and an average loan, I looked this up, the average loan for a car in America today is for five years, which makes sense, right? Because if you buy a new car, how long are you probably going to own it? Five Five years. That's what we came up with before. And the average interest rate is (laughs) 4.2%. Oh, another piece of interesting information is that I found the average car that is actually purchased in America, $36,000. So that $40,000 one that we were calculating yeah. is much closer to, quote, normal, you know, average in America yeah. than the cheaper. Yeah. Let's go with, though, $40,000, because that's what we were talking about, and a five-year loan with an interest rate of 4.2%, because that's the average, and that comes out to... Almost seven hundred and fifty dollars a month. Wait, seven hundred and fifty dollars a month. Yeah, compared to the like four hundred dollars for the lease, right? So that's a lot less for the lease, then, isn't it? Compared to buying it. So if you're gonna go in and get a loan, personally, I unless you're getting some special finance deal. So sometimes car companies to make you buy a car will give a special financing, like zero percent financing for five years. So then that makes sense because if it's at like 0% or 0.1%, then that's a different story. Your payments would drop to 670, which is still more than the lease. But at the end of those five years, you'd own it. You'd be able to sell the car. You're back into the same ballpark of the calculation we were doing before. But as we calculated before, most of the time, it actually is cheaper to lease. Yeah, which is fascinating, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you guys have any other questions about buying a car? No. Anything no. else you wanted to cover? No. No. I think we covered everything. Yeah. Okay. Great. Then I guess that'll be it for today. Good job. We hope you learned something because the more you know, the more you grow. Malachi, Alyssa, and Leonard out. Bye, everyone. Bye. Thanks for listening. We've already had people ask what they can do to help us. Right now, the number one thing we need is listeners. So that means having you continue to listen, which I hope you just want to do because you liked it, and telling others about the podcast. That is what we want most of all. But if you're looking to help us out financially, that would be really, really awesome.
You can do that by becoming our patron at Patreon. For those of you who hadn't heard of Patreon, it's a website that helps us as creators to engage with our supporters and receive your financial support. You can get there by going to patreon.com slash understand life. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash all one word understand life. Thank you so much for your support. Also, if you're telling people about the podcast and they don't know how to listen to podcasts, you can have them go to our new website, understandlifepodcast.com. That will redirect them to our old website, which is leonardneeman.com slash podcast. Anyone can listen to the episodes there and we'll let you know other ways to listen to I have to take it into the shop and I have to pay three, four, five, six hundred dollars. Not million dollars. So if we take that seven thousand dollars and divide it by the three years, then how much does that come out to per year? Two million. Oh, there's a decimal point. Oh, two thousand three hundred. Two thousand three hundred and thirty three dollars. Yeah, what she said. Yeah, I was going to say that. So like twenty three hundred dollars. By seven hundred dollars. Jinx, you can talk. Join us next time for Understand Life.